Hi, everybody. John Harris here with Billy Smith, my pal, my partner, my co-host. How the heck are you, buddy? Ho, ho, ho. We're doing oh. just fine, Johnny. Ho, ho, ho. Wait, Why do you keep up. calling out my ex-wives? You've got a wife already, buddy. <laughs> That's all right. I don't care. They're ex-wives for a reason. There you Fuck. go. How you doing? Fucking around with them fucking elves while I'm out delivering packages to bitch. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Hanging in there. Uh, how about you? Good, good, good. Getting ready for the big day for the uh, little one. Uh, yeah, that's right. You got a little one in there now. It's going to be a lot of fun for her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys too, probably. So it'll be a lot of fun to watch it. Take plenty of pictures, pound. Have some fun. Yep, sir. Before we get started, let's uh, let you know that we're being brought to you, every, as everything is on Public John Media, by Vineland Realty Corporation. 634 East Landis Avenue in Vineland, New Jersey, for all your real estate needs, whether it be personal, residential, uh, business, uh, whether you want to rent, buy, lease, or sell. You can contact uh, my friend Dennis Ingraldi and the folks down at Vineland Realty Corporation. Their phone number is 856-690-9482. Once again, that's 856-690-9482. 8-2 for all your real estate needs in South Jersey area. That's the Vineland Realty Corporation, 634 East Landis Avenue. Pop down there for the holidays in Vineland, New Jersey, and go see Dennis and the crew. Go see Helen. Tell them uh, here at Public John and from the cheap seats, where me and Billy sit every week for you guys during the football season especially. Uh, let them know that we sent you, and uh, hopefully that'll uh, do something for you. We don't know, but, hey, what's the worst could happen? So. Uh, Ready, Bill? Let's segue. First off, we'll go with the uh, with baseball. They're tinkering with the rules a little bit, the new rules that they put in, but it doesn't look like anything major. They're cutting a pitch clock down from 20 to 18 seconds for something or another. I think it's uh, who knows what it is. Um, and they're 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 tinkering with stuff, the minor things, but they're not taking anything out of play. That all those rules are staying. So. The big bags, the the throws to first, and you know the, the the pitch clock is staying. All those things, which we knew it would. There's no one year experiment with these things. Once they put them in, they're staying in. So, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers signed a Japanese pitcher Yamamoto. Uh, I looked up his stats: one point two seven ERA. The guy in Japan, at least, is a beast, winning the equivalent of the Cy Young Award. Um, I don't know what you would call it and don't really care. It's just the same award that we have here. Uh, supposedly he's a monster. But what I don't get, $232 million, I think, over 10 years, something like that, or $220 over 10 years. So in that 10-year span, they're going to pay him and Shohei Otani, the Dodgers are, a billion dollars when you combine the two salaries. Unbelievable. Now, don't get me wrong, Otani is deferring most of his, but it's still going to be... Uh, a guy I know posted something on Facebook, said, hey, congratulations to the Dodgers. They got a great team. Come to the ballpark. Uh, Dodger dogs are now $50 each. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there it's, it's, uh, I'm not going to go off on that, on that tangent, but uh, one day I probably will about what's happened to us with sports and society and money and the people that don't have, uh, can't really see the games. You know, like we used to when we were kids. So uh, football is a good example. Thank God that 
I don't think it's going to be a great game today between Buffalo and the Chargers, but you can only, only watch it on Peacock. It's like Thursday night football. You could only watch it on Amazon. Um, that's not to me. That's not right. Um, but it's all about money. And but well, that's another day. That might even be an essay I put on a blog somewhere because that's how much it's starting to get on my nerves. Not just football, but sports in general. Doing it. so, but let's go to why we're really here for today. Anyway, from the cheap seats, Christmas weekend, twenty twenty three, week sixteen. We both already. One game one Thursday night with the Rams uh, winning and covering. Bill was right on the over under. He took over. I took under. So Bill's ahead of the game already. Um, last week, we did both did pretty well. Bill got me on the odds. He did better with the spread. Uh, but uh, we're both in pretty good shape now and uh, right near 60% for the season. So we're uh, – we're uh, Bills at sixty one percent on his picks, fifty seven point eight percent against the uh, the spread, and he's catching up to me actually in in over under as well with fifty six point eight. You had a good week there, pal. Um, I am fifty four point eight percent on on picks. I was ahead. You're catching me. You caught me. You're passing me. Uh, Percentage wise, I'm right behind you at fifty five point five against the spread. I was ahead of you. You caught me and passed me. You're uh, you're starting to kick it in, buddy. And then uh, 58 to almost 60% on over-under. So you really kicked in this past week on over-under. You had a great week, which helped catch you up with it. So that's good. I'm glad for you. You were, uh, holy cow, you were like eight and eight. I don't know. I, I But I sucked. So it was bad. Yeah. Ride the hot hand when you can, folks. Ride it when you can, baby. Make that money. You guys, folks, got to remember, we're actually picking against Vegas's predetermined odds when we do this, and we're still at like 60%. So that'll tell you that that uh, what, whichever system you go with, it works. Uh, whether you like Bill's uh, anal more analytical system or my eye test, uh, it works. Um, so congratulations, pal. You had a good week. Ready to rock and roll with picks? Yes, sir. Let's get it on. All right. Uh, Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh. The Bengals are now picked by two and a half. That's the earlier game today. Uh, I think it's at 3.30 your time. Uh, or 4.30 your time, I think. Uh, against Pittsburgh, uh, Mason Rudolph is the new starting quarterback for the new slash old starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, still going against uh, Jake Browning from Cincinnati, who's filling in for Burrow the rest of the season, but showing that he can play quarterback in the NFL. I've taken Cincinnati and the over. It's a 38-and-a-half point over-under. Uh, I did the same thing. Pittsburgh on a three-game losing streak, and their offense is just dismal. So uh, it okay. could even be worse than dismal, I guess. They, yeah, they, it's, they, it's not uh, the old – uh, Chevy Chase line in Caddyshack. It's not, it's not, it's not, not good. good. It's not good. Uh, yeah, so I did the same thing across the board. Gotcha. Cincinnati across the board. Yeah. Yep. That's the right. over. Cincinnati in the over. Yep. Uh, 12 points. It was 12 and a half. It went down to 12 for some reason. Buffalo at LA to play the Chargers. Over under 44. I took Buffalo uh, across the board in the over. And I did the same thing. 
Okay. Uh, the Chargers, uh, Chargers is sticking up the joint worse than uh, Pittsburgh. I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, twelve points is a twelve points is a hefty number, but uh, I think Buffalo's one of the teams I wouldn't want to play in the playoffs right yeah, now. Yeah, I wouldn't want to touch them in the playoffs. Them and the Niners right now, I wouldn't want to go near in one in each yeah. conference. I wouldn't want to go near either one. Uh, Detroit, Minnesota. Detroit's picked by three. It's forty-seven and a half over under. I went with Detroit, but I went with the under here. Um, I think Minnesota's going to struggle because of the quarterback situation again. No, he uh, played well, not good enough um, to me. So, in Detroit, yeah, I was back and, offensively again. Yeah, I was back and forth on this game because Minnesota at home is pretty pretty good, and uh, they they need to win more than Detroit, but. Uh... I'm still leery of the quarterback Mullins. He did play well last week, but uh, I'm going to take Detroit also. But I'm going to take the over because I think it could be a shootout. Yeah, I'm 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 conflicted on the over under, but I went with the under. Just I mean, because if Detroit does blow them out, then Minnesota might not score enough to even make it that. But that's you know, but then again, they might get desperate and hit a couple plays. You know, so you never know. Green Bay, Carolina. Green Bay picked by four. It's in Carolina, and it's a 38-point over-under. I took Green Bay, but I took the under because I think Carolina had their big Super Bowl week last week. I think they're done. They, they just don't score points. And Green Bay is so inconsistent. Yeah, and I think they have uh, at least one receiver out, two two receivers that are questionable, so they may not score much. Um, yeah. I think Carolina's got to run the ball, and I think that's what Green Bay is going to do. So I, I took the same thing. I took Green Bay, uh, but I took the under also. Okay. Seattle, Tennessee. Seattle's picked by three and a half. It's a 41 and a half point over under. I took Seattle across the board with an over. And uh, I did the same. I did the same thing. Uh uh, Tenenbaum's probably going to be, or Tannehill is going to be the quarterback for uh, for Tennessee this week. So, oh, is he? He's going instead of Levis. Yeah, Levis is there hurt. And, uh, okay. I guess well, he's questionable, but I think they're leaning on Tannehill. So that could, that could help open up the running game for for Tennessee a little bit. But uh, yeah, they I did run the ball better when Tannehill was QB for some reason. I don't know why, but you're right. I, I, <laughs> I was going to stick with Seattle in the over as well, though. Yeah, I'm going to go, yeah, Seattle in the over. They, they're they in the playoff hunt. So. All right. Uh, Cleveland and Houston, the Browns are picked by three. Stroud looks like he is still going to be out. He has not passed concussion protocol yet. Yeah, yeah, he's he's so out. The Mills will be starting. They're, they're another one that uh, – they're in the playoff hunt, but they're 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 fading also. And without Stroud, they're not, yeah. they're not moving the ball. So uh, I'm going to take Cleveland across the board and take the under. That's what I did. Okay. <laughs> um, Pretty close this week. Yeah. <clears throat> Indiana and Atlanta. The, the Colts are picked by two and a half. It's in Atlanta, and it's a 45.5 over under. I took Indy and the under. And I did the same thing. Actually, the, the Colts are getting two and a half. Really? They're picking – I had yeah. them here. Yeah. Colts yeah, getting no, two and a half. No, no, they're getting two and a half, and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't either. So I'm 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 still sticking with the Colts. Yes, me too. I guess which automatically makes them both, you know, 
upset picks technically. Um, Washington and the Jets. This is one that's a weird one to me too. The Jets are getting three, or the Jets? Yeah, the Jet, Jets are getting three. What? No, Washington. no, they're giving up three. They're giving up three. Yeah, uh, thirty-seven. That's what I didn't understand really. I don't know Washington's quarterback situation. I thought Sam Howell was getting benched, but I'm not sure. Oh, Atlanta's picked because for some reason they put Heineke back in. So I guess they figure he's a a better starter than Ritter, yeah, which he is in the home in, in the home field, and they are yeah, home. I but I still think Indy's got too much yeah. for him, and Indy needs the game. Well, Atlanta does too, because even though they have a crappy record, they're still in the hunt for that <laughs> division lead. So, uh, yep. Washington and the Jets, yeah, the Jets are uh, giving three points to Washington, and I still took the Jets and the over at thirty-seven. Thirty-seven is a low number. Uh, both teams, yeah, are- actually give up some kind of defensive turnover game or something like that. So. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't even pick this one. I just, just realized I didn't pick it. And uh, it's definitely a coin flip. Um, but I think, I'm, I think I, I'm I'm with you. I think I like the Jets, and uh, but I'm going to take the under. Okay. And in all honesty, that's probably the better bet, the under. But. Uh, hot off the presses, Lawrence is going to play. He did clear concussion protocol for Jacksonville. They are now picked by one. They were two-point underdogs uh, yesterday. But now that he's going to play, Jacksonville is a one-point favorite. The over-under is 43. It's in Tampa Bay. Because Lawrence is going to play, I took Jacksonville in the over. And I did the same. Okay. Uh, Dallas and Miami. Miami's now picked by two. Uh, in Miami, it's a 40. It was 50, but it's down for some reason. They took a half a point away. It must be just betting trends. 49 and a half points uh, on the over under. I'm taking Miami. Um, I'm going to take the under. I don't know. It's a hunch more than anything else, but. Yeah, and I think I think Tyreek Hill is still questionable. But uh, he, last I knew, he was leaning, playing. Leaning I heard playing, this morning yeah. he was going to play. Yeah, so I'm 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 taking Dallas in the over. Okay. Ooh, we finally got one where we're yeah, <laughs> different, one different. Where we're different pick there. I think we're both. Yeah, everything else was the same so far. All right. Except over-unders. We got some over-under differences. Arizona and Chicago. It's weird because to me, this is the nothing bowl. This game means nothing. Uh, Maybe a draft pick scenario for Chicago, who's already got Carolina's draft pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they might get two of the top five or six draft picks. Um, But Arizona is, uh, or Chicago is favored by four. It's in Chicago. The over-under is 43. Don't ask me why, I, but it's been bugging me. I even originally had Chicago down here, but my initial thought, and it was pretty predominant, was to take Arizona. So I switched it. I'm taking Arizona because I'm not changing my mind on things like I did <laughs> last week that kicked my ass. So out of my, I think, five or six losses, Three to four of them were games I switched, which you know I would have won if I didn't switch them. So, yep, yep. so it's forty three on the over under. 
I'm taking Arizona and the under. All right. Um, I I like the way Chicago's been playing. They've been they've been in the games, and uh, I just think their defense is a little too much for Arizona. I'll take the Bears, and I'll take the over because I think uh, I think uh, Fields is going to be throwing the DJ more, and he's going to have a yeah, field you, day. And and you could very well be right. Let's face it, this is an upset pick, but mm-hmm. for me, uh, but just something in my head kept saying all week long, which is weird because it's a nothing game, but it kept saying, take Arizona, take Arizona, take Arizona. Um, so this way I'll find out if one of the voices in my head is a jackass. <laughs> and and I'm I'm expecting it to be that way. Right. Uh, New England goes to Denver. It's a 35 and a, five, and a half point over under. Uh, Denver is picked by seven. I thought it'd be kind of high, but uh, I took Denver to win the game, but New England to cover. Um, so that's what I've got, and the over 35 and a half. Yeah, I got Denver winning this. Uh, they're still in the hunt for the playoffs also. Uh, yeah. Side chance. I like the over, and I think I want to give the seven. Uh, New England, I think it's just uh, – <clears throat> Packing it in right. I don't see them. You're probably right. I'm taking a chance on New England. I think Zappy has been a slight upgrade from Mac Jones. Um, Denver proved that everybody was touting their defense for a while, but then they proved last week it wasn't as good as everybody thought. So, but New England's offense is terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I may. Well, this will be my first change of the week, I think, Bill. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I, let, me, I'll let me talk in, though. <laughs> no, I've been toying with that in my head, too, and I was taking a chance on New England. But like you said, Denver's in the playoff hunt. They need this win. New England, they packed it in and had somebody else come check the baggage and repack it. I mean, they're gone. I mean, um, so – uh, they're they're gone quicker than Bill Belichick out of New England on after game sixteen or seventeen. I mean it's 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 happening. So uh, I'm going to go with you with Denver across the board in the over. That one is Sunday night football. Uh, then we start getting into Christmas, where there are three games Christmas Day. Day slash night. First off, how about those Las Vegas Raiders going to Kansas City? The over-under is 40-and-a-half. It's a 10-and-a-half-point spread. Kansas City picked by that. I am taking the Chiefs to win the game, but I'm taking the Raiders to cover. It's a divisional game. Uh, Antonio uh, Bryant's got them playing lights out, really. They're playing as well as they could. Um, So I think that Vegas is going to hang tough. The Chiefs' offense still isn't what it used to be and probably won't be this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Chiefs uh, to win the game, but I think the Raiders will cover. And I'm going with the over 40 and a half. And I'm doing the same thing. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. Okay, see. 40 and a half, 40 and a half is a real low for this. Seems low. It does seem low. Um, I mean, even the Chiefs without an offense seem to score 17 or 20. Uh, 
at least. And, you know, last week was the first time they said in like two years the Chiefs didn't score at least 20. I don't see that happening again. And I think the Raiders, to beat them, are going to have to score more than 20. And and I do kind of see that happening. The Raiders are playing tough, man. Mm -hmm. Give them credit. I don't like them <laughs> to root for them. <laughs> But right. like we've said, when it comes to money in your heart, you got to go two different places. And uh, logically, I think the Raiders are, are playing. If he doesn't get that job, and Antonio, if he doesn't get that job, something's wrong with Mark Davis because yeah. he's infused a team spirit in there. They, I think they just need a couple more players and they'll be contenders next year for well, do you ever look at Mark Davis with that haircut? Something's wrong with him. Yeah, no that's true. What. You got you got that right. There is something wrong with him anyway. <laughs> they put the bowl on his head to get the haircut, and the bowl says, "We don't want no part of this. Don't give us credit for this." That is like, why you just shave your head, dude? Seriously, if that's the real reason, shave your head. If it's not, talk to somebody. You know, you got some cash. Get somebody to help you. Pay somebody to give you some advice. Something. Yeah. Because that's just, it's bad. But when you got millions or billions, whatever he's got, you can wear whatever you want. And yeah, you know, it like the, you know, you want to look like the white great pumpkin? Go ahead. I don't care. Good for you. Just send me a check, and you can look like whatever you want. I don't care. There you go. Yeah. Uh, at four thirty Eastern tomorrow, the Giants go to Philly. It's still a thirteen and a half point spread for Philly. It's a 43 over and under. I took Philly to win the game, but I took the Giants with uh, Tommy Cutlet to cover the 13 and a half, but I do think it'll be over. I think it'll be a 24-20, a 24-21 game Giants, or uh, Eagles. Uh, Eagles will win a close one, probably a field goal in the end, but the Giants are going to hang around and make it tough, I think. Yeah, I think uh, I'm giving them a little bit more. I think I, I think I'll win by a touchdown, but I'm taking the Eagles, and I'm probably okay. take the uh, 13 points. And but I'm going to take the under because uh, the Eagles are struggling, Giants are struggling. Um, okay, and that makes sense. It does. I mean, I took a chance on the over, in all honesty, but, and I know that so. And last but not least, this is the game of the week, or should be anyway. Many, many people, and that might include me right now with using the old eye test for the season, are picking uh, the Baltimore Ravens and San Francisco 49ers as your game of the week. It could turn out to be the game of the season. Uh, it is a 47-point over-under. Ball, uh, San Francisco, I'm sorry, is picked by six now. It was five and a half. It went up to six. I took the Niners to cover. I took the Niners to win, and I took the over. Yeah, this could be a Super Bowl preview also. Yep. Um, yep. Even though I, I, I'm not a Ravens believer uh, when, when it comes to big games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did the same thing. I took the Niners at home, and, uh, and if as long as they keep rolling, I'm going to give the six and uh, take the over also. Okay. That's what I did too. So we only have two different games, really, as far as picks are concerned. And both of them really, in my case, well, Miami-Dallas is going to be close, I think. Mm -hmm. You took Dallas. I took Miami. We both took them across the board. You took the over. I took the under. Uh 
the Bears in Arizona. Why I took Arizona, I still don't know, but I'm not changing it. Uh, <laughs> you took the Bears uh, across the board. I took Arizona across the board. Again, you took the over. I took the under. I That might be the only two games where we're different uh, as far as picking yes. and even against the spread. A couple surprises. Yeah. I said mine. You said, yeah, I had that too. And I was like, holy cow. Uh, I'm looking. Yeah, getting back to getting back to the Jets in Washington. I think I'm just gonna. That was a coin flip for me. I'm yeah, I'm going to take the Jets, but I'm I'm going to take the Jets, but I'm going to take Washington to cover. You want to change that to Washington to cover then? Yeah, that could okay. be like a 14 to 13 game or something. So. Yeah, you might be right. So I'll change that. All right, that's changed. So we have three games difference, at least on the spread. Over, under, we got one, two, three, four, five, six games difference on over, under. And one's already decided, which was which you won, which was Pittsburgh and, or uh, I'm sorry, New Orleans and the Rams. Um, far as any injuries and quarterbacks, we pretty much discussed them. The biggest one being, uh, TJ Stroud. I will say for San Diego. Well, I almost said San Diego. Well, I did say San Diego just now. <laughs> Chargers. Uh, I don't know. Last I knew, Keenan Allen wasn't going to play. Yeah, I think that's what they're leaning toward. I mean, he's still questionable, but I think he's leaning on that. I yeah. And they and they're and they're on their backup. They're on their backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you put him out there. To be honest with you, that's me personally, but. Yeah, there's no need to. No, you know, it I, really isn't. Even, even uh, if they went out right, they're eight, nine, and eight, nine. Yeah, nine, they're eight, nine, yeah. or nine, and eight. They're 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 done. It's toast. They're they're like overcooked bread. They're toast, baby. It's over. <laughs> uh, I think that's it for Miami. It looks like Tyreek Hill will play. Uh, he is listed as questionable, like you said, but uh, I think his wife probably sent him a text and said, "Play." You took off a week. Go play, asshole. Uh, <laughs> probably has incentives on the line, so she's like, "Get in there! <laughs> you need more yardage and catches. I need, I need that new car, baby. <laughs> Mama needs a new pair of shoes." <laughs> yeah, because he was on track to get two thousand yards. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's an incentive. That's that's a realistic one for him. So he might not get there now, or probably won't now, but. Uh, and that might have been part of why he still wanted to keep playing that week. He got hurt too. So, right. But playoffs coming, you got to be careful. I, it wouldn't surprise me if for some reason Miami gets a big lead, or even if Dallas gets a big lead, that he gets yanked because you don't, you know, you want him to heal up and be ready for late in the season games if uh, this one gets out of hand. So, but I don't think it will. I think it'll be a high scoring affair. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a close game, I think, in the end too. Could be you know forty one thirty eight or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but there we go. That's pretty much it. Uh, unless you have something else, Bill. Uh, like we said, Yamamoto for the Dodgers was signed by uh, uh, was signed out of Japan, where they paid fifty point six million dollars just to uh, be able to talk to the Japanese team to let him go. <laughs> and now he's got a two hundred and I believe it's twenty million dollar contract for ten years. It's crazy, either two twenty or two thirty, something like that. No, I, th I, th I, th I think I, the last I saw was three twenty five. Oh, 
Let me double Unless check. Unless I change, yeah, I think it was you might be right. I think it's three twenty-five. Uh, so. Yes. Yep. I got it here. Three twenty. Three twenty. Three twenty. Three twenty-five. You're right. Yeah. Um, for ten years. Yes. The other part of that is that uh, you got Shohei Otani signed for over seven hundred million for supposedly ten years. He's deferring a lot of his till afterwards, but in the time frame that those guys get paid, that's a billion dollars for two players. And the one is signed as a dual threat, but won't be able to pitch this season. And you don't know right. if he's going to be able to come back and pitch like he used to because it's his second Tommy John surgery. I mean, you take a look at Noah Syndergaard, you know, you know, never the same. So some guys come back and flourish, and, and Otani did that once before. Other guys don't. So uh, yeah. other than that, Juan Soto goes to the Yankees in a trade. So San Diego cuts some payroll. Um, I don't know if that's the guy they should have traded, but that's just me. He's going to have a monster year, probably in a 320 foot or 310 foot uh, oh, yeah. porch. You know, the only thing would be better is, is maybe uh, Boston's pesky pole or something right down the line is yeah. like a little league fly ball home run. You know, yeah. other than that, Nobody's got a shorter porch in right field for so Soto's going to probably tear it up there if they get Stanton healthy and he stays healthy and you get uh, Judge. That's Judge. murderer's row right there. That's a literal murderer's row with a lefty in between them. You got to put the lefty in between them, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. So, boom, boom, boom. You know, it's uh, trouble. And I'm an Orioles fan. Great so defensive I'm player. More, that's the key. I'm more aggravated with that. They're in the same division as my team. So. <laughs> yeah, and I am too because I'm a Red Sox fan, so I'm in the yes, same boat. Yes. So, yep. yeah, we're in the same boat. Um, so, but you don't you don't know if it's going to work or not. I mean, the Yankees were dead last last year. So, is that enough to put them over the hump? Their pitching's still not great. So, yeah, you got Garrett Cole and uh, you know, and a cast that's of thousands. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And they got a and they got a depleted farm system too. So yeah, oh yeah, because they've traded away a lot of their prospects to get, and they traded away more to get Soto. Mm -hmm. So, and actually traded a starting pitcher to uh, San Diego, not a star, but he'll eat up innings, which is what the Padres need. They need pitching badly, so they had to make that call. Uh, mm -hmm. that's really about it. NBA still going. The there's already talk of MPP stuff, but it's only a third of the way through the season. So that's a joke to me. Uh, it's just hype. Um, the Lakers hung a banner for the in-season tournament, and I don't know if they've won a game since. <laughs> and to me, that's just a joke too. I mean, even Kobe Bryant used to say, there should be no banner hanging up there except championship, full season championship banners. Mm -hmm. uh, so this thing to me is just a joke, even though it is what the NBA wanted. It's like, hang it separate from the other things. But they had a ceremony yes. and all that crap. But to me, it's I just think it's I think it's even foolish in in season tournament. But, yeah, know. it's it's all marketing. It's all it is, Bill. It's yeah. all money. Let's make some money doing this, and it's it's ridiculous. I will say, uh, uh, Philadelphia, I think is playing better than everybody thought. Uh, Boston struggled a little bit, but they they seem to be back on track. The Lakers aren't doing very well at all. 
San Diego, or San Diego, San Antonio broke their losing streak finally. Detroit's still in the middle of theirs, last I knew, at 24 straight losses. Yeah. They may pass the Sixers soon for the worst ever in NBA history. I think the Sixers is 25, and Detroit's within a couple of games of that. But I can't understand it because they have some great young players. But yeah. like, well, they need they need time to get together. Man, time's running out. <laughs> Man, time time went by. Time flew like a yeah. bird, like a swallow going to Capistrano for the winter. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got to do something. But uh, that's pretty much it. There, hockey is going along. Uh, I will say Philly's playing a lot better than everybody thought. They lost a tough one last night in overtime. Uh, yeah, they were they were they were down five one in the first period. Yeah, like, so they get a point out of a game they never should have got yeah. out of, you know, yeah. and lose seven to six. I mean, but uh, good for them. But uh, you know, I I, I keep mentioning them. I know, I know your I'm take. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, my my team's struggling a little bit, but they'll be all right. I think they'll straighten themselves out. And they got an old school flyer coaching them. That's what you need, baby. He's not going to yeah. let them linger. So uh, it, it, there's some exciting guys. And, uh, hockey's starting to come around a little bit. So uh, it's almost that time of year to pay attention to that as well, that and the NBA. But uh, we still got NFL football. Let's uh, keep an eye on that. Um, playoffs are coming. Some teams' developments are getting interesting. What is KC really like? Is Philly going to struggle or use the Giants game to come back and and become something? Easiest Mm -hmm. three games in the league left, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. That's what they have. Uh, If they don't win all three of those, uh, then as far as I'm concerned, they don't belong. Right. But Giants always play them tough in that division rivalry, so you never know. Mm -hmm. Dallas has got tough games. Uh, Indy's got a shot at making the playoffs still, but they got to win some games uh so you got some teams Brown, in there Brown, the browns are pl- browns are playing well i was gonna I say mean, the browns are playing flacco, well but hasn't played in like five years i mean yeah joe flacco it looks like uh i would say the joe flacco of old but to me he was never great he was always right. good he was good enough uh he's playing great football right mm-hmm. now so uh he's he's helping carry cleveland so uh it's it's interesting to sit back and watch some of these guys, the old guys and the young guys coming through. Uh, uh, Vegas, though they even if they well they won't probably make the playoffs. They dug too deep a hole, but making the right move, they got to keep this interim coach. I think uh, uh, the Chargers will probably try to get somebody big to come in and handle their defense because that's what they need. Their defense is terrible which puts more pressure on the offense that can't deliver. So, mm-hmm. um, but they got Herbert, so they got a foundation to start with, but yeah, all that's next season stuff. We'll worry about that later. But if you don't have anything else, Bill, I'm saying let's rock and roll. Let's go enjoy the games. Tell yeah. I got to go weekend. do some Christmas shopping, you know, <laughs> yep. go finish that Christmas shopping folks. Go get ready for uh, the holiday and, It's uh, falling right after the weekend, so it's an extended weekend. Everybody enjoy. The kids are off from school. Enjoy it, everybody. Uh, For my pal Billy Smith, for Dennis and Graldy and all the folks down 
at Violent Realty Corporation. Go see them, folks. They're great people. There's probably some uh, some cookies in there too. Knowing Dennis, he's probably got a little bit of a a sweet tooth spread going on in the offices. So if you're in South Jersey, stop in at 634 East Landis Avenue in Vineland, New Jersey. Go see Dennis and the folks at Violent Realty Corporation. And uh, and they'll take care of your real estate needs. And you can also get a couple of free cookies, you know, and tell them we sent you from the cheap seats here. Uh, their phone number, 856-690-9482. Billy, tell Janine and... Nicole and T-Man and the little one, Liliana, that we hear at the uh, at the studios all say Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the games, my friend. Well, too. Merry Christmas, pal. No problem. We will see you then. Ha enjoy it, everybody. Uh, have a good weekend and have a great holiday.